welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name's Nick. Welcome on board the stream boat for another movie show. Another movie show. Yeah. That's what we do. Excited? Yes. Looking forward to this one? Yes. Same. It's going to be a fun one, I think. We always have fun with the rubbish movies. Oh, I've given that away very early. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we are watching a film called The Fuck It List. Technically, it's called The F Asterisk Asterisk K It List. Uh, it's from 2020. I vaguely remember this coming out. I, okay. think it, I think it did appear quite near the top of Netflix when it came out and then sunk to the for bottom where it belongs. came out in 2020. It's a 15. It runs for one hour and 43 minutes. It's currently rated at 5.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. Thoughts on 5.1? I mean, you said at the very start, this is a bad movie. Uh, yeah. Um, I think this movie wishes it was a bad movie. <laughs> I'd take it. Like, it is bad. Yeah. But it's not... It's not... Oh, my God. It's it's not a a shit-watching movie, is it? No, no, no. We've seen worse. It's... It's a bit meh. I've got to say that right (laughs) at the start. Yeah, we've not even gone through anything yet. Is that the worst crime of all? That's what you've got got to consider. Exactly. So this film stars Eli Brown. He plays a character called Brett. Um, Most famous... Possibly for... Basically, he likes making remakes of TV shows. Oh, great. He's in the Gossip Girl revival. He's the headline actor in that. And he was also in the Pretty Little Liars, The Perfectionists, which is a sequel to Pretty Little Liars. Okay. So he's in both of them. He's the headline character in both of them. He he just loves making remakes of stuff for some reason. It's work. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Also stars a girl called Madison Eisman. She plays a character called Kayla. She is in the I Know What You Did Last Summer reboot that has just oh, come lovely. out. <laughs> they don't make anything new anymore, do they? <laughs> She's also in the Jumanji reboots. I knew I recognised her from somewhere. That she plays it. Bethany in yeah. both in the Jumanji reboots. And intre- I found this quite interesting. She's in Fear of Rain. Right. Do you remember me talking about Fear of Rain? Not off the I, top of my head. Fear of Rain is one of very few movies in my lifetime that I've turned off. Okay. I did not watch it all the way through. We, we because talked of her? about it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we talked about it considerably on this show, but when it came out, it's a while, it's a while about now, to be fair to you. It's a fucking awful movie. And I, I turned it off. Movie. Yeah, I turned it off and I've never gone back to it. So, uh, yeah, she's in it. She's in that as well. I didn't know there was a Know What You Did Last Summer reboot. No, it's, it's, that passed me It's by, on Amazon Prime. Say. It's on Amazon Prime in the UK and it's a, it's a TV show. Okay. So, you know, they did the Scream one. Yeah. It's a, this is I Know What You Did Last Summer one. So, I might check that out. Because it's getting quite good ratings as well. This film also stars Jerry O'Connell. Um, he plays Brett's dad, Jeffrey. Yeah. Uh, in my notes, yeah. I've just called him Jerry. Okay. It's not his name. Well, no, well, it's close to Jeffrey, <laughs> isn't it? I knew it had a J in it. Close enough. Jerry O'Connell is most famous for being one of the kids in Stand By Me. Yeah. But since then, he's pretty much worked consistently ever since. It has appeared on this show before. He's married to the blue lady out of X-Men, isn't he? Yes, isn't he? he is married to the blue lady out of X-Men. He has appeared on this show before. I see. But as in, in an uncredited cameo. Do you remember? Oh, vaguely, in, but I can't pull out what he was in. Yes, I remember, remember? he it was the most up. random cameo. Yeah. Ever. I remember us talking about it. Yes. What was it in? I'm not going to be able to pull <laughs> this out of my mind. It was memory. in Wish Upon. Yes. Do you remember? It was yes, a really I random do. cameo in Wish Upon. So... It's an uncredited cameo, but he was definitely in there. This film is written and directed by a guy called Michael Duggan. This is only his only directing credit on IMDb. He's got one credit next to his name. Um, and the only film he's ever written. Okay. So he's written a film, directed a film. He's written TV shows. He's written the odd episode here and there of TV shows. But this is the only film he's ever written, the only film he's ever directed. The only thing he's ever directed. 
And his writing partner on this was a guy called Dan, Dan McDermott, and he has no further credits on IMDb. So they didn't get a lot of work after this. Put it that way. They could be hard at work on a on their next move, given this <laughs> is a relatively recent movie. True, that is true. It came out. It came up during the pandemic. I remember it coming out because I remember thinking we're going to end up doing that at some point <laughs> okay. in the future. And here we are. Do you have a one-word review of the fuck it list? Lifestyles of the rich and famous. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, the one positive of this film, it's got quite a good soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack's quite good, to be fair. Where does this one start, Nick? Uh, we're looking at some dudes. <laughs> yeah. And, and they, they all dress like dudes. Yeah, they are. And immediately I look at these people and think, surfing, yeah. rich, kid, young high school, kids. High school yeah. kids. Uh, and then something explodes. Yep. We do not see it. We see its reflection yeah. against the night sky and against their faces. Uh, and literally, just like that meme, the voiceover says, I suppose you'd like to know how I got into this situation. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's exactly how it starts. And then it goes into your title card and we have to now find out how we got here. 24 hours earlier yes. is where we next go to. Yeah. So we meet a guy on his own. It's one of the guys from we've just seen. This is Brett. This is Eli Brown's character. Um, he's in the house on his own. And Needless to say, yeah, it's a huge house. Yes, of course it is. It's bottom of the stream. Absolutely palatial. It's beautiful. It's got a pool. It's got about 100 bedrooms. Massive, great big mansion of a place. Um and all the security alerts start going off in the house. Yes. Um, he's a bit scared. He's running around the house in just his pants. They've got a whole yeah. like Iron Man style security system. Yeah, that's like an, it's not Alexa. He calls it. So it very yeah. sounds very Elsa. much. It might be Elsa. Elsa is very much like Alexa. And she's like, "There's a security alert in the garden." And yeah. then there's movement in the garden. And then there's movement at the front door. Yeah. And he's panicking. He goes and grabs his mum's dressing gown and a baseball bat, and he heads out to the garden to see what's going on. And it's some of his mates. Yeah. In the garden, they've in got the into pool. his pool. They brought a keg. Yeah, they brought a keg. They're just going to have a party. He's on his own. Um, and they say they do. They have a party. Well, he's, he, Brett is like, no, no, no. We can't do this. My parents are back in 12 hours. Yeah. He's very reluctant to do it. Yeah. But he's quite easily no led to do it. And he does do it. Um, I mean, there's already like 15 people in his garden with a keg. Yeah. <laughs> he's got no choice. But it does become a proper house party. It does, yeah. They have the, you know, they always have the red cups. Yeah. In American American teen comedy films, but this one these have got blue cups. Yeah. It's bizarre. Never seen it before. I didn't even know they made blue cups. Um, so they have his party. He's, he really wants them. His parents are coming home. Uh, he goes up to his room and he finds a girl rifling through his stuff in his room. Yeah, and I've written here X question mark. Turns out yes, X question. Uh, mark. Kind of. But they oh. were high. They were younger when they were kids. They were in a relationship i think uh yeah but they're never proper no, yeah but like, they've known each other since they were little, little kids, kids yeah and, yeah little kids have relationships um stop hitting the desk sorry it's really annoying to edit the sound out <laughs> it's usually you sorry and <laughs> um, um, so yeah they basically they have a bit of a chat about the past and that sort of thing the next day he's cleaning up he's got a few hours till his parents come home they make out that there's this big like jeopardy thing of his parents coming home and catching him having a party. But and then don't then, do anything with it. They don't do anything with it because in the next scene his parents are just there and they're just chatting. Yeah. As if nothing's happened. I don't even know if they ever found out about that party. No. All we <laughs> see is uh Brett fishing some of the blue cups out of the swimming pool. Yeah. And then in the next scene he's just talking to his parents. And everything's and fine. Yeah. Maybe they all tied it up when the party wound down. I Maybe. have no idea. Maybe, who knows? Feels like the sort of thing these kids would do. Yeah. Yeah, because they're not like these are not the popular high school jock kids. These are the nerds. 
Well, either that or that, you know, this school we're talking about is just full of very rich kids who... Yeah. Th- th- there's no sort of troublemaker or... No, there's no there's none of the normal high school groups in this school. No. Either. They're all just nerdy kids. Rich. Rich. Preppy. Yeah. Kids. I keep saying preppy like I've learned everything about American high schools from Saved by the Bell. Which is probably true. Yeah. <laughs> um, when they come home, his parents are Jerry O'Connell and a girl, a lady, <laughs> I've forgotten her name. Um, they immediately break open the champagne and they start pouring champagne because they're like, they're excited about something. And it turns out that Brett is about to find out which universities he's going to. Yeah, t- today's the day that he's opening the uh, emails. Yeah, the emails from the colleges. And his yeah. parents are a lot more excited about this than he is. Um, but it turns out he's got into Cornell, Un- Cornell College, Yale, Penn, Dartmouth, Brown. Uh, but he's still waiting to hear back from Harvard. Or he's put on a wish list for Harvard. A waiting, a waiting list. list, not wish list. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was at Harvard. So yeah, he got into seven out of eight. Seven out of eight Ivy League schools. List. And he's he's really happy. His parents are ecstatic. It's like their whole lives now have a purpose or they've achieved their purpose of their whole lives. Um, I have a real issue with his parents in this film. I think they're fucking vapid, horrible people. I would <laughs> extend that to everyone in this everyone film. Everyone in this film, but his parents especially were just, they were just not nice people. <laughs> I've written here, he goes to, the next day he goes to school and it's one of those schools full of adults. Yes, these are is. not teenagers. Yeah, he's spot on. Uh, and Brett's success is announced over the tannoy because his parents have been in touch with the school yeah. and said, "Can you announce this over the tannoy?" Yeah, before he's even had a chance to tell most of his mates, yeah. it's announced over the tannoy. It even gets on the local news. It does because he's been named the valedictorian of this school. Do you know what valedictorian means? Isn't it just like head boy? I don't know. Or like <laughs> it's one of those words that you just hear in America. Student all the time. of the year. Sort if we've of thing. got any American listeners, can you just tell us what a valedictorian means, please? Um, and it, but he's got in this. He's got this impression in his head that he's blown high school. Isn't a funk. Yeah, so he thinks he's, he's wasted like, it. He's wasted his high school years because he has studying. All he's done is study. He's not lived the high school experience he, in his opinion. He's Although we see no evidence of anyone really doing that in this movie. No, exactly. Uh, certainly not. Not at this point. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, what, what if I'd taken the other path? Yeah, and, what, and what would I have become? Surely I'd have still got into at least three out of the eight <laughs> if I'd have gone to a few parties as well. Yeah. So his mates say to him, look, we, we're having one last... It's not a party, it's a prank. Yeah, so, it's a prank uh, night. Prank night. So at the end of school, there's a prank night. So they're like, come to that, say fuck it and just come, is what one of his mates yeah. actually says to him. And he's like, oh, I've got some studying to do. But he's like, no, I'm coming. I'll definitely come. Fuck it. And he makes this whole speech about how those two words changed his entire life. Because if he hadn't have said fuck it that night, this none of this film would have happened. And we'd all be better off with our lives. Yeah, this all happens as they're sort of walking around town. And Brett is yeah. keeping having to avoid the local news crew. Yeah. Sort of, <laughs> Where's trying this to chase guy? Him Where's down? this Brett guy? Uh, and I mean, he gives some money to a homeless dude. He does, yeah. He meets up with this homeless dude, gives him some money. I mean, there's seven Ivy League schools there. That's a lot of people have just been accepted into those schools. Why is this guy making the news? Yeah. <laughs> it's just bizarre. But I presume it's not really it's not a thing to get into. To, to all seven. Yeah. Especially in this small town, America, where he lives, I guess. But he, so he ditches his study, he goes to do the prank night. Um, they're, they're basically going to break into the school and throw some toilet paper around and yeah. just mess the school up a little bit. One lad... Uh, sees he sees something on his shelf that he's after. I think it was his parents' school records. Um, so he steps on a gas pipe. 
Oh, so no, so yeah, so the, they're at the prank night. They've yeah. set up like a something's going sculpture on and they're toilet papering it outside. Yeah. But some of them have got into the school. Yeah, and and they're messing around with the. Re- they're getting to like the head teacher's office. Yeah, because Brett's going to change some of the records. records and things like that. And no, Brett's still outside at this point. Oh, is it? And then one one of the dudes who's like the hippiest surfery dude. Yeah. Uh, is reaching up, steps yeah. on a gas pipe, breaks it, snaps it, gas, gas. starts pouring out into yeah. the school. Uh, another one runs out to get Brett because yeah. they're like, well, you're the clever guy. Come on, we need your help. <laughs> we need what you. what we need are we supposed to, to do? What out. are we supposed to do? He freaks out. The, one of the guys is trying to fill up condoms with the gas. Yeah. <laughs> because that's, that's the way Clint, to contain That's Brett's friend. Yeah, like their best mates, aren't they? Best buddies. Um, so Brett's like, well, we, we need to air the rooms out. Let's open the windows yeah. at least. That's something we can do. Uh, they can't do that, so they eventually break some of the windows. And then they realize this is a fruitless task. We were actually wasting our time. Yeah. Let's not call We're the fire brigade or the police. Let's, let's run away. Um, so they run away. They stand outside. And then we cut back to where we were at the beginning of the film. This was the best bit of the movie for me. Yeah. Where where Brett is explaining sort of out loud why the school is about to explode. Yeah. So he's, he basically gives you a science lesson on yeah. the gas going high up and the air temperatures getting Yeah, the methane becoming more concentrated. and So it brings the temperature of the school down, which yeah. will turn the heating on. Which will ignite the gas burners, which will spark your gas, and then the school will explode. And just as he says, and then the school will explode, the school explodes. It does. In quite an extreme fashion. It's a good explosion. Yeah, it really is. The whole place goes up. Yeah. Like crazy. Um, Yeah, that's uh, that's not good. There's there's one thing to do a prank. There's another thing to blow up a school. That's it's a whole. We new cut thing. to the next morning, <laughs> yeah. and we're straight to the news. Yeah, because it's part of the stream. We have to have a news story. <laughs> and the newsreader says, "Brett Blackmore, who yesterday morning was on the news for it being accepted into seven out of these eight top schools, uh, is now suspected of blowing up the <laughs> local school because he's the only one that's been caught on CCTV." Yeah, and his parents are watching this, like. Open mouthed because they have no idea. They don't even know the school had blew up yeah. some, somehow. I'm sure that would go around the town pretty quickly. Um, so the police turn up because he's a, he's been named as a suspect. They come and question him. They're like, "Is this you on yeah. this on this still from There's this?" Season? No denying it. It clearly There's no one is. else. Yeah. There's no one else there. He says he went in alone. He says the prank was to change everybybody's high school records to give them all like A stars or whatever. That's the story. Yeah, he doesn't shop any of his friends. Doesn't shop any of his um, any of his friends. He just says this is like a an accident the prank just went wrong and then his computer starts beeping and he gets all of the colleges put out within the next three hours yeah so by the by the time three hours have put come he's got no more college offers it's only harvard because he's still on the waiting he's still list. on the waiting list for harvard they haven't pulled out yeah there's well, no need to because they weren't really going to offer it to him in the <laughs> exactly. first place his parents are fuming at this point they are yeah but I don't think they're that mad considering what's happened. No. They're more mad. They're more disappointed with themselves, I think. I think they feel like they're failures. And, and one of they're, the issues... They're with... the most self-centred people... Yes. ...ever written, ever put to oh, film. One of the issues with this movie is that despite all that happening uh, in the first 20 minutes, half an hour that we've just described, yeah. there is no high stakes because... You just get the feeling everyone is so rich, including his parents. They're just like, well, we'll <laughs> still be rich. At all. Yeah. We've still got a swimming pool. <laughs> and we're only angry at you for a little while. Do you know what I mean? There's no, there's not really any um, consequences of anything that happens in this movie. No, there's not. 
it, it's just his parents their whole life their whole goal everyone's just plastic for their, yeah, in this movie their, their whole goal in life was to get him to college yeah and now that's all been taken away from them it's their 18 year plan that's what they keep saying yeah that's what they keep saying that's all they care about they don't care about him at all at any point during the film no they just care about getting him into college Natalie Zia is his mum she plays his yeah. mum His mum decides she wants to offer herself to someone. Their friend Barry, who's on the board at Harvard. Barry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's on the board, the selection board at Harvard. He's Jeffrey's business partner. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I'll just have sex with him. Yeah, he's always had a thing. He's always me. had a thing for me. Let's, we'll, we'll, that'll work. We'll just... So his mum's prepared to go to that length to get him into college. Um, that length. <laughs> Barry's length. He <laughs> um, goes to a mate's house. Barry, um, Barry not Barry. Brett goes to a mate's house just to like regroup with his friends, I guess. And yeah, so they're at Clint's. It's the yeah. whole the whole posse that got that um, you know caused this. Yeah, and to be fair, the film does call it out. I think it's Clint who says, "Oh, what are the odds of you being the only one who was captured on camera?" <laughs> yeah. So I kind of like that they sort of had that in there, acknowledging it how stupid it is. Because he was pretty much the only one who was ever going to do anything with his life. The rest of them weren't really going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but then, to be honest, none of his mates seem very keen. I don't think it's ever suggested, is it? Oh, we'll tell the truth and no, it's never no. back you up. No, because everyone's so fucking self-centered. <laughs> yeah, in their own little universe. It's a it's a film full of horrible people. Um, he goes to his mates. He eventually ends up kissing this girl, this Kayla, uh, because fuck it. Yeah, he's, he just goes. He's for got it. nothing to lose now. Yeah. And when he gets home, he decides to... He has a rant at a video camera. Yeah. Or his phone, I guess. And he's ranting about all the things that he's missed out on throughout his high school years. And now that's all completely pointless because he's not going to get to go to college anyway. Yeah, he's like, I fucking... So I can like, play the clarinet and I hate it. I yeah. want to go traveling. I want to fall in love. I want to do this, yeah. this. There's all, he makes a, basically makes a list of things that he he wants to do with his life now. Yeah. Because fuck it. If this is his fuck it list. Yeah. Hence the name of the film. And he sends it to his six friends in his friendship group. Yeah. WhatsApp group list or whatever. Um, and then goes to bed. But what he's actually done is posted it onto social media. Or somebody's posted it onto social media. I don't think that's ever even made clear. No. Um, and by the time he wakes up in the morning, it's got a thousand views. So okay. He's, he's, he's going a bit viral. Um, his dad goes to meet Barry, the Harvard guy. Um, he offers a bribe to him, which is you can sleep with my wife if you want to, if yeah. you get my kid into college. Um, and Barry's like, fuck off, I don't want to sleep with your wife. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he absolutely. He says, I'm willing to think about ways to help. Yeah. But I don't want to have sex I'm definitely with not going to have sex with your wife. I don't know where you've had that idea from. You you two people are insane. Uh, but I will try and help. I'll do all I can to help her. Kayla's got this thing. Kayla's the girl. She's got this thing where she just, she doesn't text him to talk. She just send him a location of where she is. Yeah. And then he like, has to um, run to her. Find my friend. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it is odd, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she, he'll text her a question and she'll just text him a location back and then he's got to go to her. <laughs> it's like, really? That's never going to catch on. Imagine if we did that. So like every time I ask you a question about the podcast, you just tell me where you are and I have to drive to you. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, have you got any news? Well, I don't know. Come out and fucking find me. <laughs> When you live around the corner from each other, and it'd be annoying. <laughs> it's weird this movie because, <laughs> again, I'm gonna sound like the old man here. Yeah. All right, granddad. Uh, yeah, it's so reliant on like the phone. Yeah. We see 
all the text conversations, we see this like geolocator. Yeah. Later on, when he's driving his car, yeah, you even see like the the maps. Yeah. The de- the GPS. Yeah. But the, these these sort of people are completely engrossed in their phones yeah. at all times, though, aren't they? There's one scene where nobody's doing anything and they're all just looking at their phones. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing. There's just a scene of people looking at their phones. Um, so she's basically wants to meet him. He goes to meet up with her. Um, basically, she's seen this video. She's seen the list. She was on the list of I want to get with Kayla. Yep. And but she has also now her list of her own. Yeah, she's made her own. She's made her own fucking list. So she's like, get in the car. We're going for a drive. They get in the car. They go for a drive. He says, where are we going? She says, north. Well, Thanks says, for that, mate. He said, no. He says, well, I know that. But <laughs> where the fuck are we going? Um. And then this film Plus, has... no one says, if I get in the car with you... Where are we going? North. North. You're not going to say that. It's <laughs> no, not how real not. people talk. I wouldn't even know which way north is. If I'm sitting here now, which way's north? <laughs> it's that way, but I only know that because my garden's east-facing or whatever. Um, turns out, this film gets quite dark and deep here at this point for about five minutes. Yeah, it's brief. It's very brief. Turns out Kayla's mum's boyfriend... Has been hitting on her since she was 11. Yeah. Because they both get drunk. Yeah. Her mum and her, her mum's boyfriend. boyfriend. And then he starts hitting on her. Yeah. And the mum's too drunk to do anything about it. Oh, Has been then, going on since she's 11. Since she's 11. Wow. I just wasn't expecting it. No. And I was like, oh, that's... But again... What, what, where are we going now? But she doesn't seem that fucked up by it. She doesn't no. seem that bothered by it. No, because <laughs> Brett even says... Oh, has he ever? Yeah. Presumably, to, was yeah. going to say, has, has he ever raped you? And she she goes, oh, no, 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 no. He's just a bit of a creep. So this film hasn't got the... The bollocks to do anything. To, yeah, go down that route. Because Which is good, because it doesn't earn that at all. No, we know it doesn't. <laughs> but then what's the point? What's the point? There's, like I say, there's no stakes. No. no she didn't look too bothered by it. She'd got a nice... Yeah, he's, an, he's a dick. He gets yeah, drunk and yeah, exactly. She, she be... does. It's not like ruined her life or anything. Yeah. Although she does end up homeless at one point for some bizarre reason. And well, Brett's not what even, she's about to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Brett's not even that bothered about it either. He's not. He doesn't look shocked. It's, there's nobody does any acting in this film. No. <laughs> they just talk at each yeah. other. Um. So they go to this guy's bar. No, no one's got any empathy for anyone else. No. No, they're just all living their own life. They're yeah. just delivering lines at each other. Yeah. Nobody's. Nobody does any acting in this film at all so they drive to this bar where this guy works or owns or whatever and she takes a baseball bat she basically smashes his prize and joy car up pride yeah. and joy car up um and then just as he's about to come out and catch her she drives off she gives him gives the finger. Him the finger and so and as she drives off she's like, oh that felt so good the fuck it list is a great idea let's just do that now for the rest of our lives yeah and there's like a couple of scenes now where they're sort of traveling around town and she said, Kayla says to Brett, thanks, you've inspired me. You're inspiring loads of people. You know, they talk about, oh, you know, well, I would like her, the things on her list. So she says, oh, I'd like to go to space. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> learn another language. Yeah. Uh, and Brett says, she says to Brett, oh, one of yours was to play guitar, be in a band. Yeah. There's a busker over there. Yeah, with a spare guitar. Yeah. That's what course. buskers have. Um, this scene though was really badly dubbed yeah it was did you know it yeah like presumably because they were outside and they've redubbed these lines over the top but it really felt like they were just talking to each other yeah and it was like this is awful (laughs) at this point and then he sings really badly with a busker guy yeah he sings wild thing well yeah badly like really badly um 
And then they go and have a moment on the beach. There's a lot of that. sitting on a beach during a sunset yeah. in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And this is one of those scenes. Yeah. So and she, they're basically starting having an argument at this point. Well, um, to the point where you can have an argument if neither of you yeah, are acting. Let, let's, just talk. let's get into the, a bit of the detail here because as far as this movie will go with someone from being the like wrong side of the tracks, <laughs> yeah, it's Kayla. You know, she says, I got into two colleges, but I can't afford them. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to work through the summer. Yeah. She doesn't you have know. the privileged life that you've and, got. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, right. She's going to be waitressing, doing yeah. all hours, whatever it takes. And then she says, I'm uh, I'm going to model in Milan for the summer. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, my uh, someone I know, is, their dad owns a modelling agency and I'm off to Milan for the summer. And I've instantly gone, no. <laughs> I, I've got no connection with any of these people. I don't care it's, about you anymore. Yeah. So she, she's moaning that she he does, she doesn't have the privileged life that he has, but she's got a car that's just as good as his. Yeah. They're both like, they're both convertible Jeeps they drive around in, don't they? Um, but then she says to him, have you considered the fact that I can't even go home now after what we've just done? Yeah, I've smashed my stepdad's car up. So he's like... And at no and point... He, he says to her, well, didn't you think about that before? Yeah. And I'm like, it's the fuck it list. <laughs> the whole point is, fuck it, let's just do this. And, and she's like, she no, I didn't think calls, about it before. She even calls him out yeah, and, says, and says, well, are you not going to offer me your couch or something? And he says, because he's so self-absorbed, he's like, well, no, I... You'll get caught. My parents won't allow that. And she's like, well, sneak me in. He's yeah. like, no, I don't dare do it. And he's like, she, but she's like, what about the fuck it list? <laughs> and, and then she says to him, you're not even living up to the shit that you post. And then she storms off. And whilst this is all going on in the background behind him, the fuck it lift is becoming, the fuck it list is becoming a movement. Yeah. He's there's like a montage of people viral. sharing it. Yeah. There's, everything's going on. And somebody even calls him the father of the movement. And yeah. Like, this is, this, Film is so up its own art. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Um, he goes to a meeting with the school to find out what, what the punishment is, what's going to happen. Um, his parents offer to rebuild the school because it's not the whole school that blew up. It's just one of the administration yeah. buildings, it turns out. They offer a million dollars to rebuild the school. Yeah. I had to rewind to <laughs> I did double well. check that that's what he was saying. Yeah, They're like, we'll give this school a million dollars to rebuild. And this, the woman in charge of the school goes, nah. Don't want it, basically, <laughs> don't she? Yeah, yeah, she's like, no, we don't want it because because since Brett blew up the school, he's made this list that's gone viral. Yeah, we don't want to be involved with him now. Fuck your million dollars. Yeah, I don't want it. Imagine how many books and supplies that I could buy. Well, probably not many for the <laughs> these people, but it really made me laugh because the woman says this video that Brett's made's had a hundred thousand views now. I'm like, that's in, not in even three that many. Days, yeah. It's not even that many. Coco Melon on YouTube's had like 20 billion or whatever. Um, and uh, but Jeffrey and Mrs. Jeffrey are like, what What list? What list? What video? Yeah. What, she, they don't know. They have never heard of the fucking list. So she makes him explain it to them, what it is. Um, and it, this scene ends with the, the school saying to him, you're not even, even going to graduate. Yeah, we're not giving you we're your not giving diploma. You diploma. You are fucked, basically, <laughs> because we don't want you million dollars. A million dollars they offered. How much money has this family got? Blew my mind. And he can't even offer his mate a bed for the night. I know. <laughs> and his parents Just are willing to give away a million dollars to get into the school. Give the East Wing for crying out loud. I'm pretty sure you could buy yourself into any college for a million dollars. 
It's so I think, bullshit. I think there is categorical evidence that many people in Hollywood do that. Exactly. So, but then he just drives off. He, they go home. They have a bit of a thing. He drives off. Um, uh, Brett just floats on the pool. Yeah, he does that a lot as well. There's uh, a lot of them just floating uh, in the this, pool. Uh, this was about, probably the one bit that raised the smoke for me. It's where uh, Jeffrey gets in the pool <laughs> yeah. while trying to talk Is that to now? Him. I think it is. Uh, still like fully clothed. Yeah. Because he's like, get over here. They've got no idea how Float to talk. Float over here. They've got no idea how to talk to their son. And he doesn't listen no, to They're it. still not that angry, considering. No. They're, they're more angry that what they want is not happening. Yeah. Than, they're not angry at him for what he's done. They're angry that they're not, he's not going to get the life that they want. And they've not got the status of going, oh, my That's son's That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's bullshit. He gets in the car, he drives off, he leaves them. He puts a post up on me. He gathers a crew. He's getting Instagram famous, so he puts yeah. a post up. And he says, meet me at the beach, basically. We're going to have a party. Yeah. Um, this is not the same kid now who was at the beginning of the film. This is <laughs> the character's completely changed. Um, he gets to the beach, loads of people turn up there. It's just a party on the beach. He well, burns, it's not. They, they just burn a load of the, school They burn books. all his school stuff. Yeah. Everyone's brought all their school Everyone's books. Everyone's brought all their school and books. They and, stuff, and they burn them. And they burn them in a fire in the shape of a middle finger. <laughs> it even had the definition of each finger. Yeah. It was, it's, it was the most CGI bullshit I've ever yeah. seen. It was awful. And. They, they only did that because they'd got somebody had given them a drone that they could use and they somebody flew a drone up and you could see down on this fire. Then there's a really weird conversation that Brett has <laughs> oh, with Clint yes! in the back of the truck. <laughs> so weird. And I had to Google some of these terms. <laughs> okay. Right. Because Clint says to Brett, they're talking about Instagram. Yeah. And Clint says that he's got a Finsta. Yeah. Which is a fake Instagram. Yeah. And Brett says, yeah, yeah, I know, I've seen it. And uh, he says, oh, what do you think? And, and Brett's like, yeah, it's cool, whatever you want, man. And I'm I'm sitting there thinking, I should rewind it. I was like, I think he's just come out as gay. It's exactly what I was thinking. But but no but one never... said any of the words. <laughs> but they've did used he actually this, do it? Yeah, they've used this like Instagram thing. Because he shows Brett his phone. Yeah. And then Brett's like, yeah, I know, mate, don't worry about it. Which is good. That's a, the way yeah, to yeah, react brilliant. to somebody coming out. But why but it's is the this one film... time in the film we don't see the phone? Yeah, and it's only them talking to each other. So why yeah. aren't they like? Why aren't they just saying? Why can't they just say it? Yeah. What is this film they're scared of? Yeah. That you is it really wanting people to miss it and like oh we're putting a gay character in but we're, we're, we don't we're want not. you to know. Yeah. The word gay is never mentioned. Not at all in the movie. No, not at all in the movie. Even though one of the characters comes out and is gay now. Yeah. It's really weird. It's the way Brett handled it was strange, really... It was strange way to do it. The way Brett handled it was really nice and he just accepted it as if he already knew it was fine. It was not an issue in this life. Yeah. He even says to him, you, you're my brother, I don't care. Do you think like but, when he passed him the phone to, to only Brett was like, yeah, no, I like... <laughs> just think it was like a photo of him mounting another guy. I think it was just hardcore gay porn. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we couldn't see it. Maybe. I, I have no idea. It was the weirdest scene of somebody coming out ever. But he handled it really nicely. It was probably it was a nice. But the film handles it. But the film handles it terribly, so badly, because it would have meant somebody had to do something. Almost offensive. Yeah, it was. Yeah. To be honest, just like it's insulting to the audience, it's insulting to the characters, and it's just like. But it would have meant somebody had to do some acting, and nobody's doing any acting in this film ever. No emotion is shown at any point. At any point, Um, and then randomly, an an influencer agent calls him. Like, that's the only thing I can imagine. Well, I don't even think is. we got a name. I don't think we did. I don't know how he found out about any of this or how he this knew This guy was, was in on. The Babysitter and The Babysitter. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah it was the... the um... I can't remember his character. No, not me. No, he, but, but yeah, he was. You're right. 
Um, he wants to help try and monetize Brett's career. He wants to make some money for him and for himself, obviously. Yeah, he says, I've already got like 50K's worth of offers on the yeah, table. Brand deals. Yeah. So you can do, all you need to do is just like make one post and there's 50K. And Brett's like, oh, I'll think about it. I'm not that bothered. My parents have got to spend a million pounds they're throwing yeah, around. Exactly. What's 50k? <laughs> exactly. His followers have gone up to 260,000, which these numbers are not massive. <laughs> they keep giving us numbers, expecting us to be impressed. Uh, then the Trump pisses on his car. <laughs> then the Trump pisses on his car. It's my next line in my notes. Um, because it was on the Trump's fucking list to piss on a rich kid's car. Yeah. Even though he knows Brett. Yeah, but he says after, <laughs> oh, I, was, I didn't realise it was your car. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry, but... I just wanted Sorry, to I've piss on the roof. The roof was half open. He got yeah. like one of these like open sunroofs yeah. and he pissed into the car. <laughs> it was so weird. And then he goes home. This is the first time he's gone home since he had the big, I want to say row with his parents, but yeah. there was no for any really row there. Um, and this is where his dad says, look, I apologize for what I did earlier, but we had this 18 year plan and now we've lost the whole thing. And Brett's like almost screaming to him. He's like, this plan was yours. It wasn't mine. It was mm. your plan. Um, and he says, he says to him, you have to let me be myself. You have to be, you have to be able to let me be myself. The, uh, the police turn up yeah. as well at the house. Uh, and they say a bank robbery has happened yeah. elsewhere in the country. And we think that might be your fault. They, well, <laughs> no, I think they say they caught the, they've caught them, but they said, oh, they were inspired by Brett. Yeah. You know, the fuck it list guy. Uh, so the police are like, no more posting, please. Yeah, please don't post anymore. Yeah, that never happens. No, because he, he, he does more. He goes with this agent. Because the agent's over the other side of the road. Yeah. Like, taking pictures of this happening. Um, and the, he meets the agent guy now. He comes with a couple of his mate Clint's there as well. And a couple of his other mates meet with him. And he says, look, you've got to stay relevant. We need you to get to a million followers. Yeah, that's where the real relevant. money is, I think he says. They, I don't know if it dates this film to the fact that a million followers these days isn't even that many. When you think about some I'd of these, take t- it. I'd hundred percent take it. But some of these TikTok people have got like hundreds of millions yeah. of followers. I don't. It feels dated, but it's only two years. Not even two years old yet. It's just really weird. Uh, Barry, you know the guy who's on the Harvard, Harvard board. Committee, yeah. So uh, Brett's dad's mate. He gets a call from the dean. Yep. It's a lady dean. Does that mean it's a deaness? Dina. <laughs> Don't know. I've not written anything about this scene. And she says to Barry, "We like the cut of this kid's jib. We quite like this kid. He's. I think she she uh, she name drops Bill Gates. Yeah. And does says, she says he was a disruptor? And Mark, does she name drop Mark Zuckerberg as well? I, I think, think so. She's like, we need some disruptors at Harvard. We and need- she says to Barry, <laughs> I thought for a minute I was like, are we watching The Mandalorian? Because <laughs> she says." Deliver me the kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I was like, I'm not sure they talk like that, but okay. Fine. Um while this is all going on, this isn't cut with kind of like a montage of him going viral. There's yeah. footage of all over the world, people doing their own fucket lists. Um Brett's lying in his pool again, Kayla's still not answering him. He's texting her and ringing her and everything. She's still ignoring him completely. But then suddenly she does that thing where she just sends him a pin of where yeah. she is and location. So he dives out of the pool and goes to try and meet her. And he meets up with her and he sa- he actually says to her, well, you can come and live with me now if you want. And she's like, no, I don't want to. Yeah, you missed your chance. <laughs> you missed your chance there. Where were you when I really needed you? <laughs> yeah. Um, she's have- like, no, I'm going, I'm going to do my I'm modeling. I'm going to do going some modeling. It's a whole bullshit scene of nothing. Yeah. Nothing happens. Um, when, he's le- when she leaves, his parents call him and say, you need to come home. They say, they say a name. 
Yeah. Mahim. Right. They say Mahim's come in, and I was like, oh, it's the dean. The dean's coming to visit. Yeah. I've just, that's why I've written in my notes. That was my presumption. Okay. Uh, and Brett's like, oh, I don't know if I want to talk to them. And they say, right, they want you to write an essay on what you've learned from this experience. Because yeah. he gets home, and they have a conversation in yeah. the doorway. They don't go in the house. Yeah, if it's good enough, you're, you're going to be in. Yeah. Uh, and they say, this Mahim's coming. I was like, okay, it's the dean. And then some the next scene, he's talking to some English dude. Yeah. Who is this person? Yeah. And I was like, well, how am I, who is it? It never tells you who he is. No. He's only in one scene. Yeah. And I think he's basically just like a Harvard expert. I think he's Harvard? like a coach. A like Harvard a, coach. Yeah. yeah. He's like, tells people what to put into But they just say, they give As that name. As if he knows who he is. Yeah, now I'm supposed to know who that... Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was so shit. It was really shit. I was so confused. I was like... <laughs> What the fuck, who is, the fuck this, is this who guy? Who is this person? <laughs> how is an English guy an, an expert in how to get into Harvard? But They're trying to think of the the tactics that Brett should use yeah. for his essay. Yeah. Brett's sort of like, oh, I could write about booking the system and say what all that's wrong with sort of the yeah. education system going to the richest. And, yeah. and Mahim's like, well, no, that no, won't fly. No, Harvard won't have to say that. He's saying, if you, if you want to get in, you need to, your essay needs to be contrite yeah. apologetic it needs to be all about contrition that needs yeah. to be a female's contrition you need to Submission. explain that you've had a life fart and apologize for it a life fart is a great way to describe it this movie was a life fart it fucking was um so for the rest of for most of the rest of this film now brett is supposed to be writing an essay and at no point does he ever write an essay until the very end yeah and all the way every <laughs> single time we see uh his parents now they're like have you finished that essay? Yeah. Have you started really, that essay? Really annoyed me. Those two people just irritated oh, the fuck out of me. Obviously, you him in the pool oh, at one point. So same. They're, both of them, I thought they were terrible. Um, uh, next day, he's just in the pool again, thinking, <laughs> just thinking about what to write in his essay. And his parents are on the side of the pool, like, you need to go and write your essay. You need to go. So he just throws himself in the pool and sinks to the bottom. He yeah. just like, sits on the bottom of the pool for a bit. Um, then it's their graduation day at the school. High school, yeah. High school graduation day. Uh, Brett's. Not Watching from a distance. Yeah, he's not graduating. He's, he says he's not even sure if he's allowed to be on site or on campus. Uh, but everybody else is graduating. So Clint's graduating and the other dudes and yeah. Kayla. Um, and Kayla's like, I'm leaving tonight. Yeah, she's like, surprise, <laughs> I'm leaving tonight. Yeah, it was supposed to be two weeks after graduation, but now she's going. That modelling won't wait. <laughs> so she's like, wish, she wishes him luck with whatever he decides to do and she leaves. Yeah. He almost... He takes a step like he's going to go after her yeah. and then doesn't. She does Before she does go, she reveals that Steve's filed some charges against her for the car. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work. And she leaves with her, I've written with her douchey boyfriend. I'm not sure if he was her boyfriend. He was some guy who was like really keen to get her out of the scene. I think it was her contact. So I think it was, you know, earlier in the movie when she said, I know a guy whose dad's oh, okay. got a modeling agency. I presume this was yeah. the guy. So Clint and Brett are now discussing whether he should write this essay or not. Clint's quite against him about because if to do this he would have to abandon the fuck it list. Yeah, and he basically would have to put a post up and say, "No, I don't follow this yeah. life regime anymore." And Clint's dead against that. He says, "You gave the courage, the courage you gave the world is worth something." Yeah, is what Clint says to him, which was quite a nice line, I guess. And then his mum again is pressuring him for this exam uh, for this essay. Um, then he he goes and sits on the beach with I didn't catch the guy's name, the guy who stood on the gas pipe. Yeah, who. I don't think I've got a name for. Because I and remember not thinking, been in this movie since he stood on the gas pipe. I remember thinking, who's this other hot dude that's just turned up? Yeah, <laughs> and now they're like best buddies. Yeah, so it turns out they were friends, but he's just not been needed. But why it, they were friends been, off screen. Yeah, why it couldn't have been Clint that turned up? I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, I don't but, know. <laughs> but he's explaining. Look, 
I'm not going anywhere with my life. And I'm he's just, just like a total Keanu kind of sort of like. Dude, yeah. Um, uh, what's he, Brett's like? Oh, but what's your plan? What are you yeah, going to do with your life? And the guy's like, well, I, my dad's a my plumber. Dad. I'm going to be a plumber. And I'm going to surf for a bit. I'll I'll earn this much a year, and then my spare time, I'm just going to surf. Yeah, I live in California. What's the problem? Yeah. What? And Brett's like, oh, that's wow, the life that's I really want. Simple, yeah. <laughs> Life's really simple when you just put it in terms like that. And then randomly, the homeless dude gets stretched off the beach. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know where that came and from. And the surfer dude goes, oh, did did you not know that guy? He's like you. And Brett's like, what do you mean? There's a homeless guy. He's like, he was there. He was valedictorian at our school. Thirty five years ago. Yeah. And <laughs> and the guy actually says, you could be on his path. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the. Fuck what is what going the on? Fuck am I watching? Who is this like shamanic best friend that has suddenly turned? <laughs> this really hot guy just comes up and gives him a life lesson. It's so bizarre. Um, and then he writes his essay because he's decided that he's not going to write about contrition. He's going to do what he originally wanted to do: rally and, against the system. And he writes about how broken the system is, and now yeah. um, it's biased towards the rich. It's biased towards the rich, and it's against the people that it's supposed to help. Yeah. He even makes a point about teenagers like um sleep cycles are supposed to be you're supposed to be up late and get up late yeah. but school starts at seven forty five. Yeah. It's all about how the system is geared against the people that it's supposed to help. It was probably it was a really good monologue to be fair, but uh, and he closes it with the sentence Fuck it. Yeah. Harvard's not for me. Yeah. And then he hovers over the enter button for a little while of whether he's gonna send it or not. Yeah. And then he just says, Fuck it. And presses the button and sends the essay and then goes straight to bed. Um, and when he wakes up, his mum's just sitting by his bed. Yeah, it was creepy. It was really creepy. Um, and she she says to him, this is her like redemption. Is this the only bit of acting in the whole movie? Yeah, because this is her redemption for the next we, two minutes. We because... learn something about a character yeah. and their motivation. So she basically says that she gave up her life for him. She, she was going to be an architect or something, I think, or something yeah she said she gave up her studies when they fell pregnant yeah. and her life became bringing him up yeah and she does a really good bit of acting and it really pissed me off because <laughs> you know it's in there somewhere yeah and i've wrote i've put these characters do not deserve this turnaround and they've, this film has not earned it fuck them i've written i think the whole sort of idea of you know you you don't know your parents you know them as your parents yeah but you don't know necessarily of their, their life before, before you. Yeah. What you know, some of the trials and tribulations they've had to go through is a really interesting concept. And if we could have hit a bit more on that and given these people some actual yeah. uh, background, we might have had some sympathy for some of these characters. That's a really interesting concept and a great idea for a film. This film does not do that. No, no, not at slightest. all. It does it for 30 seconds here. Yeah, and then fucks it off in the next scene. Yeah. <laughs> that really pissed me off as well. So she basically gets her turn around. She's like, she she doesn't apologize to him outright, but she re- she says, I realize my mistake. I've raised you as this, you're going to be this kid who goes to these Ivy League colleges. That's what we've always wanted for you, but it's what we've always wanted for yeah. you. And she explains all that. And it, the, the dad's standing in the doorway as well. And the, it's, it's the redemption of those two characters. And then in the very next scene, <laughs> the Harvard guy, Barry, turns up. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Brett, Harvard still want you. Yeah, they and loved your essay. They loved your essay. They think it's cool. They're exactly what they were looking for. And the f- two parents that have just been redeemed 
go fucking wild. It's like, yes, we've got another chance at life. But so Brett's really happy as and well, Brett's, though. Brett's really happy. <laughs> Ugh, really irritated me. And I was like, that, I was, I was this close to going, no, fuck this film at this point. Um. <laughs> Meanwhile, over the road, the PR guys turned up again, yeah. setting up some kind of stall festival, yeah. open day type thing <laughs> for some reason. And Brett checks his phone and sees he's now got three million followers. Yeah, which has gone up from two hundred sixty thousand was the last check we had. And his yesterday. essay has been shared ten, 10 million, million times. times. He only sent it to Harvard. Yeah. Who the fuck's leaked it somewhere? We've no idea. <laughs> oh, I don't. I've written what the fuck at this point in this film because it's completely We're lost. We're spiraling. Me. It completely it, this lost This film me. spirals. It was all, It was already all over the place, but this this last 15 minutes... Give those two characters wow. that redemption and then take it away from them in the very next scene. It's ridiculous. Um, Kayla's job, turns out, is not what she was expecting it to be. No, so she's uh, in Mallorca. Yeah, is that where she'd gone? Yeah. Okay, I didn't pick up uh, on that not, at all. Which is very much not in Italy. <laughs> very much not in Italy. I, I, I did notice that the pin was quite a long way away, but I didn't notice she'd gone that far away. She just sends him a pin again. Yeah. So does he go to Mallorca? He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, For fuck's sake. In a minute, yeah. <laughs> um... Basically, she's, she's, she's watching. She's on a coach at this point, going yeah. to the modelling job. Yeah, uh, and she's watching Brett do an interview on some sort of social media. Yeah, at his at this PR, PR event outside event. his house. Um, and basically, the, what the job is that she's got is to entertain leches, old men on a boat. Uh, yeah, they, they. So this bevy of younger uh, teens yeah. uh, are being. You just said bevy of teens, and you've never sounded older. <laughs> <laughs> This bevy of teens. <laughs> I've been dinged over to a probably a Russian guy's yacht, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, and they're just going to be leched on, basically, for the next... For the summer, if possible. Uh, Kayla's, like, talking, isn't she, to the pimp? Pimp, yeah. Pimpess, whatever <laughs> The she madame. Was. And she, she's she's like, well, you know, this is it might not have been to what you were told, but you've signed up for this. Yeah, and you're in it now. You better get on that boat yeah. or, or you need to get a lawyer. Yeah, basically. I was like, that's very threatening <laughs> and a bit out of, yeah, out of sync with the, the rest of the tone of this movie. But Kayla's still subscribing to the fuck it list. She's like, fuck it. <laughs> um, then we've, we're in exactly the same scene, but Kayla's not there, but this old woman still is. Um, and then Brett turns up. Yes. Turns out he's got a flight somehow to Mallorca. Uh, possibly on a, he's been teleported. So in the time that she's, she's been on this bus. Yeah. Got to the beach, yeah, and had this conversation with this madam. Yeah, he's managed to get on a plane from California. Yeah, fly to Mallorca. I don't imagine there's many direct flights from <laughs> California to Mallorca. I think, I, he must have had to stop somewhere. Yeah, I think you're, you've you've either got to like go to London or Madrid or, or Paris. Yeah, somewhere, and then and then get a connecting flight. Yeah, there's potentially a 24 hour flight. Well, don't worry about <laughs> that because he's just turned up in two. Yeah. <laughs> he's chased after her basically um, the madame I'm calling her a madame I don't even know what she was doesn't tell him that Kayla didn't get on the boat but Kayla didn't get on the boat yeah he jumps um, in the sea so he jumps in the sea and starts swimming because she's like oh yeah she's not done left. a scene of being hot for a long time um, and then he gives her, he, he realises that it's impossible to swim to a yacht yeah but <laughs> so, you can see why he tried because yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. done a, a, like a, a 15 hour flight in two yeah I suppose why so he, he, just he was probably like yeah I can just teleport I can catch a boat shot. yeah it'd be fine yeah. um, he gives up after he gets probably 10 metres out yeah he gives up turns around and Kayla's just like 
What the fuck? Why, why are you in the why sea? You in the sea? <laughs> <laughs> um, she and the madam, the, the madam's like, "Is he yours?" Yeah. And then she's like, "There's one every year." Yeah. <laughs> a... So we've now lurched into like a comedy one-liner from the last time she spoke. She was like, "Get a fucking lawyer or <laughs> yeah. get on the boat." Yeah. She didn't get on the boat, and now we can have a laugh about it. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. It turns out he was really happy to get because he got a call from Harvard as well. We didn't mention that. Um, and he was really happy to get this call, but he's now he has actually blown them off. He's told them he doesn't want to do it. Well, he's he's catching Kayla up now. Yeah, as so they're he's walking away from the beach. And over what's happened over the last couple of days slash two hours, yeah. and he says uh, he turned Harvard down. Yep. Uh, so then they said to him, "Okay, do you want to defer scholarship? a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come next year, do your Instagram stuff. Yeah, and he turned that down. Yeah, don't want that. Then they offered him a scholarship." Yep. So we'll pay for you, but you're already rich. So not that the money was ever Doesn't a problem. Uh, no. So we get a scene of like Jeffrey uh, tearing his hair out. Yes. Yeah. He turned the scholarship down. Then they offer him a visiting professorship. <laughs> He's not even graduated high school. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, they just said, come in a few days a month, lecture the students. But I turned that down as well. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. I've come to Mallorca to meet you. Yeah. And there's a scene where his parents, he's, he's like, oh, my parents choked at that point. And then it cuts back and his parents are actually choking <laughs> and they're giving each other the Heimlich maneuver. It's it's ridiculous. So they go back to his, he's got this awesome hotel room because he's super rich. Yeah, so he's had time to stop and check in there as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, they go back to his hotel room um, and Brett really randomly does a piece to camera. Yeah. Which has not happened for the rest of this film. He just oh, talks apart to from us. Right at right the start. There. Yeah, but that was, an, oh, that was a voiceover. Yeah. This time he's, talking looking directly at us um, but then he gets interrupted by a kiss um, and that's basically the end of the film except for the homeless man who wins the lottery oh yeah no there's a voiceover <laughs> of the news yeah in spain in spain of, about this man in california who's won the who's largest won the lottery. lottery winning because uh, he's got a secret algorithm to work out lottery numbers yeah because he was a valedictorian at high school yeah and then the credits roll yeah. and you get one of those, oh, since the movie finished, that uh, this happened to that character yeah. and everyone lived happily ever after. Everyone lived happily ever after. Brett and Kayla went traveling. I didn't really write down anybody else's. No, Clint came out and became a baseball star and his dad. Like, yeah, and loved, he was like an inspiration was, to his classmates. Yeah. And the, the surfer guy did became a surfing the, He became the best plumber. Yes, fucking. Oh, dear. What, why the homeless guy needed to win the lottery at the end of this film? I have no idea. Uh, and then the film ends. Uh, the last thing I've re- written in my notes uh, are four words. Okay. Uh, what was the point? <laughs> fair. More than fair. What was the fucking point? Should have been what you were in. <laughs> Nick, what did you think of this film? I didn't understand this movie. No, not did I. What was it? What was it trying to say? Because... I don't know. A load of rich people with... Only first world problems. With no jeopardy in their life. Became after. richer. Yeah. More famous. Yeah. Got what they wanted. <laughs> yeah. The only people who didn't get what they wanted was Brett's parents. Because they wanted him to go to college and he didn't go. But they have solace in their multi-millions of dollars. Their huge house. Yeah. The the whole, even the whole idea of the fuck it list, whilst it's a good idea, it's like, yeah, do the things that you've you've never, you've always wanted to do. Is completely neglected by this film when the fact that he still gets excited about the Harvard phone calls right at the end. Yeah. And his parents have that scene of validation and then fucking in the next scene, they're like super excited he might be going to Harvard again. The, the, the whole concept of the film is 
say fuck it to whatever and just live your life, then it doesn't do that until the very, very end where they go traveling together. Also, for him, th- there's no drama, there's no stakes because he makes all those decisions and it doesn't matter because his parents aren't that mad at him. No. And they're as rich as balls. They're only angry because their social life's going to change because yeah. he didn't get, he didn't become the college valedictorian that he was going to be. I really hated this. <laughs> I and, really hated it. it. It's, everyone's really unlikable and yeah. it's, it's not, there's no connect, I couldn't connect to any single point of this of movie. Not. They're all like beautiful rich people. It's, it's it's clearly written and made by beautiful rich people who have never left California in their lives. It's just it isn't aimed at anybody and it isn't about anything and nothing happens. I'm gonna throw this one out here. Okay. Do you remember when we watched SPF eighteen? <laughs> I, I wondered if this had get brought up. I can remember watching SPF eighteen. This movie, yeah, is the sort of movie. Yes. SPF eighteen was parody parodying. parodying. This. The only good thing about this movie is it validates our opinions on that movie. That's pretty much what I was thinking <laughs> while I was watching this. Yeah. We got ripped apart for enjoying SPF 18 and for figuring out. I'm, I'm putting it out there now. We figured out that that film is a parody of this sort of film. Yeah. And it is intentionally going, fuck it, to these films. This is the film that that is fucking off. Yeah. Even though it was made before and it's this type of genre yeah. of film. Uh, this film validates our opinion of SPF 18 and that's the best thing about this film <laughs> because Ross Cook was wrong. Uh, that's fighting talk. <laughs> this is a terrible film. This is a fucking terrible film. Uh, I can say fucking so much in this episode because it's in the title of the film. Not This isn't a positive. There isn't any. The soundtrack's all right. I was not... I don't think it made me as angry as you. I, I, I was more... I wasn't offended... I didn't. I, I was. I, I was offended by the sort of not coming out scene, <laughs> but in in generally, this movie just left me nothing. Yeah. I, I had nothing. It. I, I. That's what's made me angry. It's just that there's nothing there to, for to get yeah. from it. There's nothing. There's no message. It's, there's it's no, everyone in this is a robot. Yeah. There's no acting in there's, this film. Just, <laughs> the people I just talk at each other. Just read my lines, and I am going to carry on reading my lines, even if you're reading your lines. <laughs> It's terrible. Every everything about it's it vapid. is vapid. Va- vapid is a great word. It's, it's vapid. It sucks the life out of you. Yeah. It's it's, oh it's all sh- all shine, all sheen, and just you could a layer of horrible dirt underneath it. It's, just, <laughs> it's no fun. It's not. There's no fun to be had because there's no message here. There's no story here, and there's nothing interesting. Rich people it's, stay rich. Rich people stay rich. Some get richer than others. Yeah. The end. <laughs> the guy never wanted to go to college. Doesn't go to college. Yeah. The end but ends up richer with plus having millions and millions of followers. Uh, Why was he not arrested for blowing up the school? Yeah, no idea. (laughs) Why did nothing come of that? He was clearly guilty of blowing up this. He wasn't guilty of it, but he was. The evidence was there to suggest he was guilty of it. And I'd like to think they would find, I don't know. It's just of his fucking money. He doesn't, fair enough, he doesn't shop his friends. But the fact that at no point does anyone sort of say, oh, thanks for taking the bullet. Or, you know, oh, why isn't there at least a scene? Why is it not dwelt on at least for a few minutes of like, oh, dude, should we? Come on, we should. Uh, I think it's mentioned once in one sentence by Clint. Yeah. Saying, oh, you know, we'll come out, we'll tell. Yeah. We'll say that we were there as well. Brett never wanted to go to that prank. He was made to go by Clint, who said, fuck it, just gone, yeah. which inspired the whole film. 
but then nobody but he wasn't even angry that his friends hadn't done this yeah he wasn't even angry that this had happened because he blew up the school <laughs> well there were people there yeah good point <laughs> Potentially, people got killed in this explosion. The well, explosion was enormous. Yeah, if it was. Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of kids that, that does not make any sense. It's so frustrating. It's obscene. This it's, movie. It's, yeah, it's awful. It's really bad. What's the best thing about it? Uh, it's probably the explosion. I'm like, oh, I wasn't expecting <laughs> the that. The explosion was good. The soundtrack's decent. That, that's that's all there is. Yeah. How what do you change about it apart from everything? Give it a message and put some actors in it. Uh, you've got to pick a lane. Yeah. So there's no comedy in this comedy. <laughs> and there's not even any romance. The No, no, not really. And the few opportunities there are, uh, ironically, for this movie to say fuck it and do something interesting, it doesn't. It doesn't. So, you know, we're teased with this sort of horror that Kayla went through and then they backtrack. Yeah. Um, similarly, there's a great story there for Clint. They sort of backtrack on that. They don't. They don't make that a a, a plot point. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end, when we get the interesting conversation for his mum's talking about what they've given up, and you know, you didn't know what my life was like before you came along. That's quickly forgotten. Yeah. Uh, so every time there's an opportunity to do something interesting, it goes. Nah, nah I'm not doing it. Do you know what's just occurred to me now? There's a scene where it says Kayla's stepdad is pressed charges against Kayla for the car damage. Yeah. And then in the very next scene, she's in a different country. I'm pretty sure that's not allowed to happen. <laughs> no, there's nothing. There's no redeeming features to this. It's bullshit. It's terrible. So yeah, you could. There's a there's a there's like I say there's those few kernels of interesting ideas that might have made me go oh if you were pulling that thread yeah I I might have got more invested. But then the, nothing ever follows through. So no. what's the point? what's the point? What's the point? That's what this film should be called. What's the point? Do you know what we should do with this film? What? Fuck it. <laughs> do you want to talk stream table? Yeah, sure. Shall I talk up from the bottom? Yeah. So currently at the bottom of the stream table is Werewolves of the Third Reich. Uh, number 20 in the stream table is Secret Obsession, followed by Get In, then Bloodbath at the House of Death, then Anti-Life, and I'm not going any higher than that, I don't think. Do you? No. No. Good. It's somewhere within that bottom five. Uh, I, I think it's the bottom three. I agree. I think it's the bottom two. The the the, argue, the, the conversation we need to have, I think, is is it the bottom one? Okay. Yeah, I'll... um. Okay, I'll go with that. I think the reason I said bottom three is Secret Obsession is really boring. Yeah, and, it and, is. and that's. But there's at least there's some sort of semblance of story there. Yeah, but it has a structure. It has a structure. <laughs> it's a de- it's, it's a film, at least. Yeah, bottom two then. It's it's between this and Werewolves of the Third Reich. They're they're very terrible in very different ways. Yeah, nobody's gone out to make Werewolves of the Third Reich thinking we're going to make the best film we've ever made here. Yeah. These people in this film think they've made a good film, <laughs> don't they? Oh, there's so much wrong about this. It's it's so mishandled and misses the mark. Yeah. Whereas Were- Werewolves of the Third Reich is terrible, but it was never trying to be more than terrible. It's kind of exactly my point. It's, it was never trying to be good. It knows it's not good. It's never trying to be good. Whereas I'm pretty sure this pe- the people who made this film think they've done a good job here the acting is better in this than in that yeah, I, but it's I close. would say 
but we're splitting airs to be it's, honest it's, at this point. It's really if close. you wanted to put this bottom, I wouldn't be against putting this bottom. I I, mean, I, I can think that's where you're leaning. I think I want to put it bottom. I don't. It's, it's no fun at all. At least I'd, I had fun watching the terrible werewolves. If you put these two films down in front of me and said, pick one, I'm picking that one. Yeah. Every time. So for that reason alone, it's got to go bottom of the stream. Done. Wow. Okay. Interesting. A new bottom of the stream film for season six. And it's the 22nd film in this stream table. We need to pick a 23rd. Excellent. Let's However, do it. Oh. we don't need to pick a 23rd. Okay. Because that has been done for us. Our final Patreon has picked his wild card for this season. Here's picked a film called I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Okay. This is an OG. This has been on the long list since the very beginning of the show. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i aware that it's been it's been sitting on that <laughs> list every time I've scrolled through. Yeah. For a, for a, a long, very long, long time. time. I've nearly watched it a couple of times. Okay. Um, would you like to know a synopsis? Yes, please. When a depressed woman is burgled, she finds a new sense of purpose by tracking down the thieves alongside her obnoxious neighbour. But they soon find themselves dangerously out of their depth against a pack of degenerate criminals. Okay. Uh, it is a Netflix original. It's currently rated at 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. We're nearly in the sevens. Um, do you want to know who's in it? Yes, please. <laughs> Captain's gallery members in this Oh, one. lovely. Mason Blair's in this Oh, one. brilliant. That would be his fourth appearance on the show yeah not for not for a long time we have we seen him he also wrote and directed it brilliant so we are pretty much doing his entire catalogue on this show this is the third film he's written and directed i think i think so he was the original inductee into the hall into the captain's gallery we have had a lot of dealings with mason blair over our time um who else is in it elijah wood's in it oh great he's always great yeah um, I'm struggling because the cast list's not in order of fame. Oh, that's always <laughs> that's always useful when that happens. So yeah, uh, the main lady is Melanie Linsky. Okay, um, she's been in quite a few things over the years. I think you'll ever come uh, across her at some point. Yeah, she was in. Um, I'm pretty sure she was in Don't Look Up. Yes, I think she is. I think that's yeah, that we've seen recently. I think you might be right. So yeah, we're going to do another Mason Blair film. Cool. Thanks, Jordan. Jordan Shenton picked that. That is his contender. The currently at the top of the stream table, our current stream table has two wild cards at the top. So Samuel Hollins is at number one. Cool. Congratulations to Sam as well. We didn't mention he got married last weekend. Uh, congratulations to you. And Nix is at number two under the shadow. So Jordan yeah. is competing there. Jordan, is, uh, he's gone for a 6.9er. We'll see how he gets on. So uh, we'll go and watch that, shall we? He loves a 6.9er, Jordan. <laughs> it's very true. So yeah, go out and watch that. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Letterboxd and Twitter at B-O-T-S underscore podcast would be the username. If you want to drop us an email, feel free. It's bottom of the stream at gmail.com. If you want to check out our website, it's bottom of the stream.com. On the website, you'll find every episode we've ever recorded, all of the stream tables, all of the other cool stuff. And you'll even get some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. Dining table <laughs> cover. Tablecloth. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot there's other words. I could see the panic in your eyes. It was like like the Matrix in your eyes. I knew what I wanted to describe (laughs) and just forgot what word it was to use (laughs) to describe that item. flicking through your eyes. It was really funny. (laughs) Um, Where did I get to? Patreon. If you want to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream is the website for that. On there for a couple of quid every month, you will get early access to episodes. You will get bonus episodes. Nick writes a newsletter every month. And if you come in at the top level, you can have a wild card. So you can play a film into the stream table and give Robin the randomizer a week off, which is what Jordan's just done. 
And after you've done all of that, head over to Discord. We've got some cool plans to be doing in Discord over the next few weeks. So check us out in there. The Discord link will be at the bottom of the show notes. If you can spare a few minutes, please consider leaving us a review or a rating anywhere you can review or rate podcasts because we are on all of them. (laughs) Uh, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, um, all of the Pod apples. <laughs> all of the fruits, Podchaser, Podbean, uh, absolutely anywhere. Maybe you could write a review on a bit of paper and then take it outside of your house uh, with a little shovel. You could bury it and then you could send us a geolocation of where it is and then we'd have to come and find it. <laughs> How would you like that? I'd be up for that. I'd go and a find review it. Review scavenger. I'd, be, I'd go and find it. If somebody writes us a review that says, I was going to listen to Bottom of the Stream, but then I thought, fuck it. <laughs> I'd be happy with that. I'll send you a sticker if you'd leave that review on anywhere. It's got to be five star, really. Yeah. So yeah, go out and do all of that. And then after you've done that, go and watch I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. That's catchy. It is catchy. And then we'll be back on Monday for The Wave and next Thursday to do, for a show about that film. Cheers. Bye. Bye.